How's it going, guys? This is the Geeks of the Galaxy podcast. I'm Brett Medlock, here today, as always, with Oscar Rindon. Why did you call me Mark? Mark? <laughs> Mark? Who's Mark? <laughs> Who's Steven? Yeah, we're going to talk about Moon Knight. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the show, here at Geeks of the Galaxy, we react to the latest Marvel and DC and Star Wars and a bunch of nerdy stuff out yeah. there. We react, we react to the latest news and give our thoughts on it. We sort of do review discussions of movies, the brand new stuff. Sometimes we'll go on a tangent and talk about Dragon Ball Z for 40 minutes. You never know. You never know. But today we're going to talk about Moon Knight. We're going to talk about... I have more to say about the uh, Netflix Marvel stuff, of course, but I'll save that for yeah. later. Yeah, Moon Knight, DC delays. DC delays, oh my god. Let's get into that, because that was that was very shocking. Yeah. Well, not, okay, so it's not too bad. The only one that is really egregiously bad Flash. is The Flash. <laughs> June next year. They moved it a whole year. <laughs> Dude, when was it supposed to come out? June this year? I think it was supposed to come out, they said it was supposed to come out early November. Oh, okay, so it was still a while. But still, from right now, we have over a year until we have to see that. Like, yeah. why did they tease it? They should have never showed it to us, because now I, I, I want it more than ever. <laughs> and lately, I've been re-watching the, the Flash scenes in uh, the Snyder Cut that I love. I've been, I've been wanting to just rewatch that whole movie, yeah. because I really like how it actually fleshes out the Flash and Cyborg, which is what the original should have done. It's the Justice League movie. It's not... The Batman and Superman movie, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want more Flash. Like, I'm craving Flash. That's... I'm definitely not going to watch the TV show. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, I was shocked. First of all, well, okay. So there's there's a whole, there's a lot happening. I think I think fans, I want to say, fans, air quotes, fans of like DC or I guess Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, they're like, how could you move Shazam? up against avatar 2 like it's like it's it's gonna lose and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm thinking well i mean they might move it still they might move it again a little earlier like to like maybe like the first week of december dude i just can't help but feel like like i understand that avatar did really well back then i just don't know like if it even matters any anymore to so many people i don't know either because like, like it pushed the cg that's why people went we, it was a fully CG movie that looked amazing for its time. Still, yeah. it's pretty decent. And that was, like, the main draw, plus the 3D element, like, seeing it in 3D. And, like, that was even more amazing. Yeah. But nowadays, I mean, we get amazing CG. We get, like, that was amazing back then. But, like, no one really talks about Avatar for its story. Yeah. Or its characters. And Disney built a whole freaking part of Disney World based around Avatar. And it's like, is, does, even, does anyone care about this IP? That's what I'm really curious to find out. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out. But everyone's like, yeah, like, it's going to lose against Avatar 2. I'm like, bro, like, I didn't know Avatar 2 was coming out this year. <laughs> like, yep. if I'm being completely honest, and I really loved Avatar. Like, I, I shouldn't say I really loved I really liked I liked Avatar. it, too, but I literally haven't seen it since then. Me either. I need to rewatch it. I've only ever seen it in the theaters or when uh, I try to, you know, make out with this girl. I mean, we, just put a, we just put a movie on. I was like, "Oh, Avatar!" Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, and it's weird because people are like, "Like, oh, Shazam two is gonna lose against Avatar 2 I'm like, "Why are you like?" I'm like, "I don't know about that." Like, Shazam is a is a character that we've seen a lot, more, we've seen more of or recently, you know, mm-hmm. and people are excited about it. And also, it's a family film, so obviously they're gonna want to put it in a 
I guess, family-friendly environment, like December, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but also, I think I think they're kind of confident. And they're like, you know, I think this, this will be a pretty good movie to put out this year. Yeah. The first Shazam didn't do crazy numbers in the box office, but it was around the time where DC was starting to turn things around in terms of either financial success, like with Aquaman, or with fan feedback. A lot of fans loved Shazam. Yeah, so Aquaman... So I think for them, that was a win. They're like, people love this movie. We, we have to make another one. Like, yeah. I think that's how they were feeling. Well, yeah, so it's like Aquaman had just made a billion, that's and then like four months later, Shazam comes out, and people really liked it. And then October, Joker came out, and fucking it was like... <laughs> I thought it was kind of hilarious that like, and we don't talk about this enough anymore, that when Joker came out, people were literally reporting on the news that they were afraid that people were going to show up with guns at movie theaters yeah, and stuff like that. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like, it happen with the Dark Knight or something? Yeah, it happened with the Dark Knight. Yeah, and, you that know, crazy looking guy who looked yeah, like the Joker. Yeah, but that was, I mean, it's, that's like if that's like if you made a movie about Nazis. Oh, well. Nazis are going to show up in theaters. Nazis, they're going to show up in theaters, they're going to kill all the Jews. Or if you made a movie about slavery, and they're like, well, this is the uprising of the South. You know, like. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like. We should not censor the art or not have it out in the world because we think bad things are going to happen. Yeah. And I think the news made it even worse. Definitely. As usual. (laughs) I was like, whoa. Like, I I was never thinking people would show up with guns. And now I'm like, should we go see this movie? (laughs) Yeah. But, uh,. But it's crazy, like all like in the span of a year, DC did a like a great job with that, and then pandemic hit, and obviously Wonder Woman too. Ooh, it, I think it it was a big hit for for HBO Max. Big hit for HBO Max. I liked certain elements that they were introducing, but the execution was just um, so badly written. It was and that, and it was like, mm, and was, not the first movie at all. Yeah. <laughs> It like it was yeah it was like, like if the if the first movie was like, sn- like I don't know the, I don't know what the first movie it just felt good like it felt like a I don't know this other movie was just like did it really need a villain if like I have no idea what this movie's about <laughs> dude the movie story is ridiculous to think that everyone in the world would just reverse their wishes to help. Mankind is stupid. Not not everyone's a nice person. Mm. The guy who wished to have the ability to walk again isn't going to be like, I take it back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ah, there's just... And, and that's the thing. Like, you don't even have to be a bad person to not want to take your wish back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, it was weird. I'm like, I was like, mm, Everyone... Because nah. that's what they were implying, right? Yeah. Everyone said, never mind, on the whole planet. Well, I think that's what they basically implied, but I'm pretty sure there were some people like, nah. Yeah. But I guess I guess not everyone had to do it or, you know. But I don't know. It was uh, ridiculous. But, yeah, I was a little bit disappointed. I mean, like again, it looked great. Everything about it, like, as far as, like, the filming style, they shot it like it was in the 70s, certain 80s, aspects. Right? 80s, yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, 1984. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I forgot. But, uh... <laughs> I try to block it out of my memory. <laughs> but, but yeah, the story just wasn't there. Or I just didn't believe. Uh, What's-her-face, Cheetah? Yeah. I didn't really believe. I liked that character. I liked of. her character, too. Like, I wish... I wish she hadn't turned into Cheetah 
in this movie. Like, yeah, I wish she would have made the, until the next movie. Yeah, she would have made the wish to have more power, and that's it. Yeah. Then she's trying to help out people. Like in this movie, she's trying to help out Wonder Woman or something, and then she's one of the people that didn't give up her wish. Yeah. And that's what turns her into the cheetah. To rawr, cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, and so now I think Shazam too. I think it's in a good place. Like I think I think. Shazam one made three hundred and sixty six million in the box office and it had a budget of one hundred million. Yeah. So, so it made its money back plus some. Plus some. It yeah. made profit. Uh which I think that's all that's really what you need when you need to get a sequel made is did it make its money back plus profit. Yeah. You know? Um and was that globally or was that just domestic? I think it's all. Okay. It's usually what comes up is all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think I think now, I mean, we haven't even seen a trailer for it. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's, that's, that's the soonest one, right? Yeah. This now year. It, well, actually, Black Adam is taking the Flash's spot that was supposed to be in November. Really? Black yeah. Adam is? So no, Yeah, so Black how, Adam how is... How do they get that? So the reasoning behind the delays, they say, is because of COVID-19 and work, like the post-production of the movies yeah that all being delayed so i'm assuming cg marketing stuff where they have to like get billboards out and all that there's like a lot that 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 people don't think about um but for black adam to already be ahead of the flash is strange to me i don't know well i think black adam didn't it finish filming before flash like I, i feel like they finished around the same time and i think and i'm i'm only guessing here but um, the Flash just has a, I don't know maybe I don't, I don't want to say it has more CG but I guess July 2021 Black Adam wrapped 2021 so it should be ready to go by the, by November yeah I think they were they were still filming because the DC fandom that came out uh, what was it like in August or September yeah something like they that they had just finished filming uh, Flash okay that, so it that is month. ahead of Flash yeah Okay. Plus, I'm not sure how many uh, CG houses they're using, or like the like the visual effect, visual effects houses they're using, because mm-hmm. there's only like a hand. I feel like there's like a handful of them, and like with Marvel and other films that are using CG. Plus, now they're doing like so many shows with that involve heavy CG. Like, I would imagine those people are just fucking like, wait, like. Oh, we just finished Moon Knight. What? We got to do fucking Flash? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So, wait. Black Adam was always before Shazam 2. Uh, I thought that these movies were supposed to connect in some way. Because he's a part of... He's he's the, the last member, like, supposed to be the last member of, like, the round table of yeah. Shazam's. So, like, I wonder if they don't really connect that much, and then like one of the movies teases that at, like at the end, then the next thing will be I think Shazam it, versus Black Adam. I think I think I think Black Adam might tease that it's connected to Shazam too, because Shazam two only comes out like a month and a half after it. That's crazy. So two, two Shazam focused movies that close together is surprising. Yeah. Um, but then Aquaman was just moved to March. Like it was just moved back like three months. So it was like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it was what uh, December and then into March. Yeah, yeah. it kind of sucks still though. <laughs> it, does. <laughs> it does, but I mean, are you really? Have you really been looking forward to an Aquaman movie? I mean, I, mean, I like Patrick uh, 
Wilson. Yeah, I like Patrick <laughs> Wilson. I like Jason Momoa. But I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm gonna go see it, of course. I'll probably wa- rewatch the first one in t- anticipation for it. But I'm not like, give me that Aquaman too. <laughs> I'm pretty. I like Aquaman one. I, th- I thought that the the beetle was dumb how he looked, but you mean Black Manta? Mantis, not the yeah, beetle. The beetle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the Beetleborgs. They ruled, bro. Shut the fuck up. The '90s were lit. Beetleborgs. I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't remember the Beetleborgs? Let me see if I recognize it. Oh, Beetle man. This is... Borgs? Yeah. I feel like this was like America's answer to uh, to Power Rangers. Oh, my God. Yes, I recognize these things. Beetleborgs, man. That is hilarious. I haven't even thought about these in so long. And honestly... I'm pretty sure I had this green one. I liked... Here, let me see. I really liked the way they looked. Like They're so stiff, though. Well, like, I mean, these are, these are uh, toys. Yeah, I know. But it was an actual show with, like, people in costumes. Oh, okay. And, like, I, I don't know. I just really liked the way, like, the, the suits looked whenever they were worn. But, um, but anyways, it's, it's a way, that's an old throwback to the fucking Beetleborgs. Not a lot of people remember that shit. Yeah. But, um, but it's I like, It's like Bionic. <laughs> remember that? I don't, I don't remember. Or, uh, Bionicle? Is that what it's called? I have no idea, bro. Really? Bionicle? Bionicle. You mean the bionic, the bionic man? No, you're gonna recognize bionicle Let toys. Me see. <laughs> Maybe there was a TV show and movies and everything. Bionicles. Oh yes, I remember now the toys. <laughs> My friend was just obsessed with these. Yeah, I just remember the toys. Yeah, they had a TV show and stuff. I yeah, really I never watched the, the TV show. Either. But I, I did play with the toys. Yeah, I played with the toys. But um, yeah, but no, I mean, I mean, it's not too bad. Like the like, I feel like people have been acting like it's the end of the world. Like, I think someone before I even read the article said that oh, they moved all the DC movies to next year. And then I looked at it, I was like, they moved two, and one of them they just moved it the back. Flash was the worst. One. Yeah, the Flash was the worst one. That movie, man. That, how long has this movie been in production <laughs> in some form since twenty fifteen? Oh my. 2015, 2016, because it was supposed to come out 2018. This movie has had so many like delays, and like first they couldn't find a director, then uh, they did find one, and then Ezra Miller didn't like the director, so they you know changed that, and then Ezra got, Ezra Miller started writing and like doing more story for the sh- for the film. Dude, you won't believe when this movie was announced with Ezra Miller, October 2014. From, from Warner Brothers, <laughs> saying that Ezra Miller from the upcoming uh, Justice League movie, or no, from, from the upcoming Batman v Superman at that time movie, because nope. he's in it, he's been cast as Barry Allen in the Flash movie set to release in 2018. Yep, 2018. That's going to be five years later than they expected. Five years? <laughs> hey, try to f- find out when uh, The Rock announced Black Adam, because <laughs> people are like, he announced that shit like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems so long. So, the fact that we're even given a Black Adam movie, also 2014. Yep, as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh man. So it's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> All these movies been so long coming. DC man, get it together. I feel like they're getting it together, but, yeah. but I feel like once uh, Discovery buys them, I, I feel like we're gonna have a better, you know, kind of. Uh, streamlined schedule for these where it's like no we're, this is this is the schedule I'm this is wa- where we're gonna get them done wondering how was like these other movies prioritized before these ones like harley quinn the, the movie 
That was basically a Harley Quinn movie. It wasn't a, a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I guess. Well, it, probably because sh- that character got popular off of Suicide Squad. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we, shove that in first. We'll spin it off. And I thought it was a really good movie. Like, like. The more I think about it, the more it grows on me. Well, the more I think about it, the more I don't get why people don't like it. But they like the the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because it's better than the, the Suicide Squad for me. I think I yeah, I like Harley Quinn better than the Suicide Squad because at least she has something to do in that movie. Even though it's as ridiculous as someone fucked up her sandwich. I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. This crazy bitch would fucking kill somebody over a sandwich. But yeah. why is she in, this, in the Suicide Squad? She's no. in it. But she's not in it. Like, she, she fucks a guy, and then she comes back, and then she's like, hey, guys, throws the javelin. That's all she's in it for. <laughs> yeah, that was totally random. So, I'm just like... They, like, shoved in her side story. Yeah. And at least she had something to do in in the film where she's helping out that one girl, you know, yeah. homeless what's chick. It, what's her face? Um, is it... Uh, <sighs> I forgot. It, it, it's a character that I know... It's like a popular character. Yeah, it's a popular character, too. Like a, a more popular hero. Yeah. Um, fuck. Oh, well. Check the computer. Right. <laughs> you got IMDb. Hardly. Wait, what's that movie called? Just called Birds of Prey. Just do Birds of Prey. Okay. It'll, it'll say yeah. who they played. It starts with a C, I feel. Christina? Cassandra? Right. Cassandra. Yes. That's right. Cassandra I mean, Kane. I haven't looked it up. I haven't found it yet, but yeah, Cassandra what? Cassandra Kane. Is it Cassandra Kane? I can't find her in the IMG. Really? Cassandra. I feel like Kane. Kane. Yeah. Okay, now I know how to spell it, and yes, it was her. Yes. See. Dope. I'm a king. Yep, you're a king. I'm a king. <laughs> Plus, I think she was in an episode or two of Arrow, so I I just remember names. Was she older than that? Yeah. Okay. Way older. But uh, but yeah. Okay, cool. So I am right. Hell yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that was random. But uh, but yeah, I feel like that was a way better movie than The Suicide Squad. I just liked it better. I like you. I think it's because also you and McGregor's in there. It's pretty just like, terrifying. Yeah, bro, fucking cut someone's face off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a little girl too. Yeah, I was like, you know, people were like, oh my god, like The Suicide Squad's so violent. I'm like, bro, Harley Quinn. It's way more like they killed a kid. Yeah, and like even though they didn't show it, they really implied it. Like, oh, yeah. oh you're dying. He, he cut off her face, just like yeah. the other ones. Yeah, despite being a kid, that's <laughs> crazy. Exactly. Um, see, so yeah, I mean, I liked that movie better than the Suicide Squad. I would probably put the Suicide Squad as the worst DCEU movie. That's crazy because I would agree with you, but the rest of the world oh, is wait. like, what are you Wonder talking Woman about? Nineteen eighty four. I'm sorry, <laughs> that was worse for me. <laughs> I. I'll put Wonder Woman 84 just above The Suicide Squad. Because at least Wonder Woman 84, there was something there. Like, there were ideas that were interesting. The Suicide Squad is basically just, hey, James Gunn, take the first Suicide Squad movie and make it funnier. Yeah. That was it. Um, but at least with Wonder Woman 84, they had some interesting ideas. They just, they, Like I said, they didn't execute it. If there's no news next week... To next week, we should just bring our rankings for the entire DCEU. Oof. Actually, just... That's tough. D- DC post-Man of Steel. And so, including post- Joker and the Batman in it. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Including TV shows that are DCEU. So, we can include Peacemaker. Okay. 
But like we don't have to include like Titans and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not including Titans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is, is Peacemaker the first DCEU TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Hmm. So yeah, we'll do that next week. <sighs> it's hard because then there's Superman and Lois, and that's a really good show. Should we not? Should we include that one as well? I haven't finished it, so I mm. can't. Never mind. <laughs> Nah, because then we'd have to include Arrow because oh, Man of Steel two came out the same time Arrow came out. So no, we'll just uh, we'll we'll leave the CW stuff on its own. Yeah. Um. But uh. Oh, but there's another DC show coming out on HBO Max. DMZ. 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 What's that? Uh, it has Rosario Dawson. You know DMZ. your favorite. What, what, what's it about? I have no idea. Like it's a DC comics, it's a it's a comic book from DC. But it's not like heroes. But yeah, no, it's just like she's trying to get her son back. I was, she is such a prolific actor. She's in everything. I she's feel like in so much. She's like, she's even doing that TV show on eight, on a. Uh, she's doing that TV show on Showtime, the one that she did, uh, not that long. Like it was like last year. Mm. It's like a full season. She's a main character. She's in. That show that that just happened on Hulu with um, uh, uh, Michael Keaton, yeah, a main character. She's in all these movies. She's in all. Like, how how was she in like everything? I don't know, man. I gotta look at her IMDb. Throw a quarter. Uh, you could just throw a dime and like it'll land on something that you've seen. And she was just announced as another character. Um, was I, she? Oh, I mean, she is going to be in the <clears throat> Star Wars TV. She has her own Star Wars TV show. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, That's so good. But she was just announced for something else too, like something big. DMZ, I think they announced that the trailer dropped. I thought there was something else. But yeah, but so on top of that, she does voice work, hmm. lots, because she, she plays Wonder Woman in a lot of stuff. But um, but yeah, so I mean, I don't think it's connected to the DCEU or anything like that, but it's its own thing. But it looks really good, and it's like it has like I Am Legend vibes, but like if if there were like certain sectors of people that had their own, like I don't know, like it's a weird thing, it's a weird show, like. Like, it's like, apparently there's a section of, of a city that's quarantined off. And so she has to go back in there to get her son. Mm. Something like that. Briar Patch was the show I was talking about on Briar Showtime. Patch. Briar Patch. Sounds familiar. It's, I only watched the first few episodes. It was good. I just haven't got back to it. Mm. But, uh... Oh, and she's a main character in, in uh, Dying Light 2. <laughs> the game. <laughs> but, oh. but, yeah. So, so, I mean, I guess this is a perfect transition for... Uh, Star Wars and Obi-Wan. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it was originally announced as just Star Wars Obi-Wan, right? I think it was just... I think it was... Um, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. But... Uh, or isn't it, isn't it still just Obi-Wan? It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi? Okay. Um, number two on trending. What's number one? Megan the Stallion music <laughs> video. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Terrible. You need to get our priorities straight here, America. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah, dude, I I got chills watching I got nipple chills watching Nipple <laughs> chills. <laughs> <That trailer laughs> Who didn't? Like it was it was the music, it was the cinematography, like it looked like a movie, it didn't look like a show. Um uh, just everything about it, I was just like, I was, I was, I was holding, I was holding on to my nipples because I was like, oh man, these chills, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just excited, and um, I don't know, like, 
I'm more excited for that show than I am Moon Knight. Definitely. I mean, we get, we got Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan, which is out of all the people that even hate the prequels. I almost hear it every single time, but Ewan McGregor was great as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Even yeah. for, even from the people who despise the prequels. Every, everyone loved him. Yeah. So, I'm glad he's he's coming back. Um it doesn't make much sense that Ewan McGregor right here in like 10 years is is supposed to be as old as the guy from uh, New Hope, the actor. Right. Yes. But I mean, that's just one thing you got to ignore. Yeah. I it's, mean it's just like the the X-Men thing. Yeah. <laughs> they never <laughs> aged even though they were going through decades. Yeah. <laughs> um but I'm trying to find cuz I know they did cast the same woman uh, to play Baru. Who, the same guy plays Owen. There we go. Yeah. So, okay. So they brought back Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. They brought uh, Joel Edgerton back as uh, Uncle Owen. And they brought back Bonnie Piez, or Pease, uh as uh, Aunt Baru. That's really cool. Because did they even have speaking lines? Uh, Attack of the Clones. They had speaking they lines. So they they brought them back for the Attack of the Clones, like the. So an Attack the of the, it was Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah, Attack of the Clones. They had speaking roles, and then in Revenge of the Sith, they had no speaking roles. They just were there to yeah to to grab the kid, grab the kid, bro. Like <laughs> this, I like this type of dedication. This is awesome to me. Like you're like we created this character, we put you in the role if they ever come back again you might not have acted in 10 years we're gonna you're gonna get a call from us if we ever want uncle owen in the show and they freaking call him he's like what i'm a, i get to be back in star wars and have speaking lines like well yeah i mean now he's a big actor though i don't know like uh yeah he is i mean i said i don't know he's I, a, I don't know if he is yeah he's, look up his IMDb. to be he's in a bunch of shit now i believe uh you. but um, i'm just saying because like, uh deborah chow even uh the she's she directed all the episodes and was the showrunner um she uh she thanked she wrote like a tweet or something she's like thank you george lucas for casting joel edgerton because no one knew he was going to be the actor that he's oh, become okay, so that's cool so now, so now yeah so now they have uncle owen who's a really good act great actor and then um the person who plays aunt Baru, i haven't seen her in a lot of things um, Doesn't look like that much, but I mean, she—it says she's been in, a, in like some short films. Short films, so yeah, she's probably not very known. Yeah, no. So she gets to come back and be in Obi Wan Kenobi. She's probably stoked. Like that, oh. but that's so you know how I'm always complaining about. Holy shit! The last big movie she did was Revenge of the Sith, and then everything else has just been like little parts here and there. And, like so this short is her films. biggest check in a while. <laughs> I mean, look, this woman. You would think that she'd be in a lot of things. Like she looks like someone that is. She would look like she'd be playing and stuff. Yeah, but I guess not. I guess it's been hard out there. It, it's hard out there, man. Or, or maybe she acts on the side, and that's why she does short films. But then when Star Wars came up, she's like, "Okay, I gotta do this." She's like, "I'll come back." Yeah, <laughs> of course I'll come back. Um, this this will probably blow up her career again. Yeah, probably. If this she has a, if she has speaking, you know, a speaking role. One thing I like is that this this type of dedication though, like Marvel would have been like, you know what, recast this this actress. No one will remember. Yeah, like, no one will remember this actress isn't known. Um, just like freaking Scott Lang's daughter at the older version. Oh God, that's just egregious. Ma- a major recast for a character that did such a great performance in the one two minutes, probably one minute that she's in Endgame. I cried. 
Me too. Like that that her face that like that right there like I'm never going to forget that moment. But now every time but now whenever we see the trailer I'm going to be like that's not his daughter. Like no. I hate that. I hate recast. And she wanted to she thought she was going to get the call. That's the thing. So that 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 makes it even worse that she was like, "Yes, I I want to 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 do it." Like that's that's what I wanted to do, but I didn't. Call I mean, her. you know, they probably told her like, "Yeah, you're gonna play an older version of uh, of Scott's daughter, and you're pro- probably gonna be a, a more integral part in the third film." Yeah, they've definitely told. You her. know, it's kind of like I, I bet you that's what they told um, the I forget her name. I think it's Catherine Langford who plays uh, um, Tony's daughter, but aged up. Cause, yeah. Because they told her that she was gonna play the older version of her whenever he snaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, they probably told her the same. It's thing. it's weird doing the snap with my finger because like it's still kind of like oh my gosh. bothers me. For those of you who don't remember, Oscar got bitten by his dog and he has <laughs> stitches across his hand. So it's more like one of those uh, jazz, like yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> silent crazy. clicks. But um, but yeah, I'm just like, I'm just like that's shitty. Like I was like. I, then cast someone who's not known. Like she was a pretty known name, and people were like, "the the girl had a." I mean, uh, the girl they originally cast as Scott Link's daughter, the older version, she has been in some big stuff. She, I mean, she's not like this super well known actress like the girl who they cast, who's starting to become a known actress. But she's, I mean, she's not like this terrible unknown. Yeah, you know, she, she was in an Adam Sandler movie as like his daughter, I think. Um, and she was really good in that. Uh, like that's like one of mine. Amanda's like guilty pleasure movies. Um, Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> the some of the recent ones, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, with uh, Drew Barrymore, not not Fifty First Dates, but that other one. Um. Oh, is it the one where they go to Africa? Blending. Blending. Yeah. yeah. Blended. Blended. Yeah. Yeah. She's in that, I think, or maybe she's in a different one that's also Adam Sandler. But anyway, she was fine in it, and now. She's recast. It pisses me off. Like yeah. I like this type of dedication. This is great. Thank you, Star Wars. And <laughs> Star Wars does a great job when it comes to bringing in the voice actors too. Uh, what's her name? Um, from the animated series, the same actress who plays the character in the animated series is the character in the show. Uh, who? Um, what's her name? Uh, what's the character? She has like red. Um, she has like red hair. Red hair, red hair. She was on the boat with the other people in The Mandalorian. In The Mandalorian? She was like a part of the crew that was on the boat. What boat? Uh, there was a boat at some point. where. The oh, Bo Katan? Bo Katan. Yeah. The, Katan, yeah. The, an actual Mandalorian. You should have yeah. said that. Because in my mind, I'm thinking The Mandalorian, a crew. A crew. What's the crew? Like <laughs> I just remember her being on a boat, and I remember everyone was excited because it was the yeah. same girl in the animation. Like, that's the type of love and dedication that I appreciate so much that they're doing with Star Wars. Yeah. And obviously with uh, Rosario Dawson, the actress couldn't play that role. She doesn't look the part. But at least they brought in the the person who was fan-casted yeah. on the internet years before the show was even a thing, uh, which was Rosario Dawson, because she was like, she wanted to play the character. So like, alright, there you go. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they could still bring in uh, the, the voice actor for... Uh, Ahsoka, if they do like uh, one that's like a couple years younger, yeah. Because I think um, at Order sixty six, like I feel like she could pop in in the show and be the younger version, because the one with the one where she shows up with Luke in Mandalorian, that's like twenty years later. Yeah, I mean, so. she looks like she actually could have played. Oh, wait, she might be a little too old. Is she is she is she older than Rosario Dawson? I don't think so. She was pretty young. 
I want to say. She's 40. Rosario Dawson's probably similar. Yeah. So she probably could have played her, actually. I wonder why she didn't. Yeah. Um, I, guess, I guess the fan casting was just like... People yeah, f- Rosario Dawson's 42. Yeah. Maybe she just didn't want to. Is she only a voice actress? Um, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But, um... <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, even the guy who uh, voiced Anakin in the Clone Wars had like a like a part in a uh, in Mandalorian, so it's like they they do a good job of like bringing back people for even if it's not the same role, you know, because obviously Hayden Christensen played Anakin uh, before that guy, so it's like you know yeah, but uh, yeah, at least they gave him like a part in the in the in the show. And I want to say, who's the guy? I want to. I want to say that's all. Uh, the guy who played Luke, uh, Luke's uh, deep fake, was the pilot in the episode of Boba Fett. Yeah, but they had a different. He, the guy in the in, who was the pilot, was the first guy from Mandalorian. That's what I'm saying. Luke. The but the second guy who who was Luke's deep fake was a different guy. Yeah, I know. Um, I didn't know if you realized that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's cool. So they so they were like, okay, you can't play Luke anymore because we have like speaking lines. We're doing this whole different thing with deep fake technology. But we got you a part on the show. So he's yeah. probably like, hell yeah. I mean, that's fine. Like his real face was on the show this time. <laughs> this time. But uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. They do a really good job of bringing back people. And I mean, yeah, I remember you talking about how you know you get uh, or I I feel like me and you both get kind of. Uh, irked when like voice actors change and they don't bring back the original voice actors for something like or like especially for you with video games you're like oh like what like to me it doesn't really bother me because I don't play enough video games to be like their voice sounds similar or different yeah but for you it's a it's a pretty big deal so yeah I feel like they were listening to you and like you know we gotta make Brett happy (laughs) you know we can't well now they're they're back on my bad side again because the the voice actress of Ahsoka apparently did want to play the live action version at the same time you can't just bring in anybody and just be like she she doesn't have a ton of on screen I think that's just I think that's the thing too I think it's just maybe they did audition her maybe they looked at her work and it's like well you know just because you know you're you know you did the voice act doesn't mean you're it's going to translate to whatever it is that we want to do with the character so at the same time you can't always please everybody yeah you know but hey shit happens yeah i had to read it in, into why she did like why they didn't have her later cuz it yeah. looks like there might be some reasons um i don't know but anyway but yeah, the, the the show looks awesome. Um, I'm glad that they're keeping Hayden Christensen a secret. Yeah, like they're not showing him. They're not showing him because we, I assume they were gonna get flashbacks of CG young him and and CG young Obi Wan. They probably will barely have to touch Ewan McGregor because he doesn't age very much. No, nah. <laughs> but uh, so I think we're gonna get that. I think we're gonna get uh, Hayden Christensen in the suit. I'm not sure if they're going to be. If they're going to bring in what's his face to be the Vader voice or James Earl Jones, yeah, I mean he's getting old, old. No, yeah. like I don't even. I wonder how he's doing. <laughs> James, or how old is he now? Like ninety-five. I'm sure he's doing fine. He just played Mufasa in uh, The Lion King not too long ago. That was kind of a long time ago. He's ninety-one now. Holy I, I shit. highly doubt he's able to act right now. I mean, it's voice acting though. 
and I it's know, and it's Darth Vader voice, so it's like it's not even like. I mean, I don't. Know. I just. Well, it's not. Like, I mean, he's obviously getting too old to act, but they have done plenty of Vader voice actors that are sound just like him. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel really like a good Vader voice. Actor. I feel like at this point there has to be like some kind of like mechanism or like voice modulator to just do the Darth Vader voice. Yeah, I mean, they sort of do that. I think. Like, listen to this. Darth Vader, Soul Caliber Four. The voice is pretty dang good. Like, what's Soul Caliber? It's a fighting game. Soul you... Caliber. <laughs> Soul listen, Caliber. Listen to him talk. Hang on. Wait. Know what I mean? Like, they could just do that. It was good enough. Like. That was one. That was a one second long clip. Let's see a different. Um, go to Rebels and do Darth Vader speaks. Cause I know, I know that's not James Earl Jones who does the voice for uh, Darth Vader in the animated series. Is this spoilers, cause I still plan on watching. Uh not really. He's not talking. He speaks. He's not talking. Really? Wait. We're wasting a lot of time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Your powers are weak. He refuses to talk in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Like he was in, um, I, mean, I guess I won't spoil it. Never mind. My lord, I will mobilize our fighters to pursue. That will be unnecessary, Commander. The rebels will not leave the planet yet. That's pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me let me make sure that's not James Earl Jones because it might be him. <laughs> it did sound a little higher, but maybe it was him. It that it did sound like him, but. I could be wrong. I, they might have found... Yeah, it looks like it was him. Let me see. <laughs> well, I didn't realize he was in Rebels. Oh, shit. Yeah, Rebels. Wow. Fuck. So that means... He's going to be back in this, probably. Yeah. I remember he didn't even want to take credit for any voice acting in Revenge of the Sith because he only did the line at the very end. No! Well, there was a few before that. Podbite. Is she here? Is she okay? All I remember was, no! Something like that. I will admit, that was very silly or it, funny. It's, it's corny, but at the same time, it kind of fits. <laughs> yeah, Anakin's a very corny guy. Uh, if you think about it. They should, instead of doing that, like the stupid, they should have just had him be like, that can't be. No, and then like he he like pulls out a saber and like slashes the computer and then turns around and walks away angrily. Yeah, pulls that a Kylo Ren. Yeah, basically <laughs> that. That would have been way better than yelling no the way they did. I don't know. I'd be pretty sad too. I'd be yelling no, no, no. I mean, I'd be Woody from <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> when, when, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I forgot what that technique is where it's uh. It's an acting technique where you, you gotta say no differently. No. 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 
Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 What the fuck? <laughs> uh, all right. What else we got to talk about? Oh man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that last no from you. <laughs> it was, it sounded like you were being like fucking fucked. Yeah, that's the point. Um, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Gotham Knights in October. Yep. Oh yeah, the video game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought it was delayed till next year. Jesus Christ. That was Suicide Squad. Oh, wait, oh. I don't even know if that's confirmed yet, but it's definitely not coming out this year. Mm. Actually, I think it was confirmed. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but, um, but yeah, Gotham Knights, I, I'm, from what I saw at that last DC fandom, I really liked what I saw, so I was like, I was excited. Yeah, um, that's cool. I'm hoping that it's as good as their last game, Batman Arkham Origins, which I wish, I wish you would play that. <laughs> I know you would like it. Yeah, maybe, we'll see. We'll see. But, um, uh, what was I going to say? <sighs> It's funny too, cause like the week that I'm like that I said oh, I'm gonna start playing video games again. That like a week later this happens. Oh my god! So I'm like, so I tried doing it with one hand, or like I would try moving the joystick like this. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, this isn't happening. Oh yeah, I'll just wait until. So you I, I was just I can I can I can do it now, but like that week I was just like, well I guess I can tell Brett honestly I just can't play video games right now. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. Like. I feel like they've done pretty good Batman adjacent games, or I guess oh, yeah, for sure. DC games. Um, the Batman Arkham games are great. That's a great series, and now the two developers behind that series are off. They are now doing new things with Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad game. So I mean, has there been a bad like DC game that I mean, you yeah, know for of? For sure, has been bad ones, but more recently they've been doing pretty good with. They haven't really done a whole lot, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm really curious what Warner Brothers thinks of... Because Batman Arkham Origins came out in 2013. Mm. This game comes out late this year. So that's almost a 10-year gap between their last game and this one. Oh, wow. That's not normal. Like A typical AAA game would take four to six years. Really? I thought Gotham... What was it? Arkham Asylum? Wasn't that like five years ago? Six years ago? Arkham Asylum was like 2007. Oh, shit. Never mind, then. Um, okay, so wait, so you're, was, th you're thinking of uh, Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. That was, that was Rocksteady. That wasn't WB Montreal. So they will have had... That was 2015, I want to say. Oh, so that's what I was thinking of. Arkham <coughs> Knight really Because I remember that, that was like a pretty big fucking deal. I don't yeah, know who... Two, 2015. So by the time Suicide Squad comes out, that's an eight-year development cycle. So that's also not ideal for yeah. for Warner Brothers. <clears throat> so I, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to start tossing around their IP more to other studios and like doing partnerships and whatnot. Because Marvel's going all out. We got Midnight Suns coming. We got Spider-Man Two. We got the Wolverine game. We got, I mean, there's another one I'm forgetting about. There's lots of little games that they that they do with, with like uh, Ultimate Alliance Three on Switch. The iPhone games, they're working with everyone. Yeah. Like, going all out, which I kind of wish DC would do the same thing. So, I mean, so th these are, like, okay, th these would be my dream video games. Like, these are the video games that I would, like, actually spend time to play. The Batman video game. Like, like if I get to drive that car and, like... I mean, that's a game. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> play it. The Batman. I'm not talking about Batman, Arkham Asylum. I'm talking about The Batman. Oh, from, that movie? With Robert Benson. You yeah. want the movie version? 
I, I mean, want the game version of that movie. I want a version kind of. It's like. I mean, that's basically what Ark- the Arkham games are. Shh, shh, They're darker up. in tone. Shh, okay, okay. Shut up, shut up. I'm trying to explain why I, what I want. Kind of like with Star Wars, because it's going to be a couple years till we get another Batman game, and I feel like it'd be smart. To, I, don't, I don't know how Warner Brothers thinks of it, and I guess how they try to connect certain things, but like, because now they have TV shows on HBO Max, but if me and you were running a company, we'd be like, well, why don't we tell a story in that same universe in a video game where maybe this is year three and maybe this is like a side mission, you know, kind of like, uh, I think the, the hard part of that is that it all takes place in one spot. Star Wars can get away with it. There's different planets, different time periods. Batman all pretty much has to be modern and Gotham. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'd be hard to be like, okay, make this game. But you can't use Penguin because this TV show's doing that. You can't use Riddler. This movie's doing that. And just like you like, there's like a checklist of things that you have to abide by to stay in the right continuity. I feel like that's why they're moving away from that with the multiverse opening up, and then they're doing these one-off stuff like Joker and the Batman. I feel like I feel like you could do it. like I mean, Penguin can show up here and there, but like not not, not like a main character in the video game. But, but like they're, they're not gonna get what's his name to be in a video game. They have to cast someone else to do it. I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah, there's some pretty good voice actors out there that can kind of mimic. Definitely, like, but... Like, the the guy who played uh, Tom Holland in uh, What If did a pretty good job. I was like, this isn't Tom Holland? I was like, oh, it's, it's not that bad. Um, and I feel like they could do a pretty good job with it. Uh, the other video game that I would play if they created it was a... Dude. You would love the Batman games. Yeah. I know you would. Yeah. They're they're really really good, dude. Like, we'll say we'll say. You you gotta play them sooner or later. We'll say. But uh, I would do. I would want either a like a like a Wanda Scarlet Witch video game or a Doctor Strange, kind of like. I think Doctor Strange. There's been rumors of a game in the works. That would be dope. Cause then like, cause that'd be awesome if like the like the ring to like cross into like a different level in the game, like you. Like, it'd be cool. I don't know how the mechanics would work because that's obviously a really hard thing. Uh, it'd probably be like you create the circle, you walk through it, and then things pop up of like which world or which spot you want to go to. Yeah. So I guess that would be like the saving slash loading point in well, the video game. If it's optimized extremely well, um, the latest consoles, they use like SSD technology. So they've proven that you can load like a whole level in, a, in one second. There's like specific games that do it, like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Um, where it it literally takes one second to go into a whole whole different environment. But like, I feel like that would be cool, or even like a like a dark, almost like Resident Evil style video game with with Scarlet Witch. Like that'd like be super dope. Game? Yes, because she's so she's, cool she's a bit things. darker. Yeah. Like I feel like that'd be freak, freaking dope, and like. No one's asked me. Be like, hey, Oscar, what are the, what are the video games that no one's you asked would you. want to play? Marvel hasn't called me for no some one, reason. No one, no, for some reason. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> Marvel games or whatever. They have not called me and been like, hey, Oscar, since you don't play video games, what are the games that would get you to play? I'm like, because I've already done Spider-Man. I've already played Batman games. I've already. You play the new, the, I, not, they're not even new anymore, but play them. I just, but here's the thing. We've played those video game characters so many times. It's like. Just create something like even Logan. As much as I'm kind of excited for it, I've already played a game where I've been Wolverine. So it's like I want to play a game where I haven't been. I don't know, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. Uh, what would it be like to to be? Um, I don't know, Surfer. Flash, Civil Server. Yeah, some some different. 
Yeah, I, I'm really wondering like when those types of games are going to start coming out. Like, like we're finally getting TV shows and stuff for these characters, like Moon Knight. Like, mm-hmm. I want a Moon Knight game. Like, that would be cool. But I don't know. Yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, Deadpool. I think that's just easy because it's just a shooter game. Like, you know, like they've done Deadpool. Yeah. Because um, he doesn't really have like his powers aren't like a thing. It's just oh, he heals really fast. Yeah. He's just good with guns. And yeah. Stuff. And swords. So it's like it's really easy to make a Deadpool game. Yeah. It's just like make an action game and put a, a Deadpool skin on it. Basically. Throw, <laughs> throw some jokes in. Yeah. Exactly. But so that's what I would want from uh, video games, or hell, even I would. Mm, Maybe a Black Panther game, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm looking at your Marvel show. I'm like, what, which one of those characters would I most want to play a video game about? Actually, no. I want. I would want to play a Thor game. I want to play an Iron Man game that's like just Iron Man, not the Avengers game, where it's like you can fly around a city that's fully realized and it's not like these linear levels like how the Avengers game had. Mm. That'd be yeah. awesome. Have like all different like maneuvering abilities and that'd be cool. I can't believe we haven't gotten that. An open world. Iron Man's a really damn popular character now. Like, I'm shocked they haven't tried to create an open world Marvel video game with MCU characters, not Marvel characters, but actual MCU. Like, they did one, but it was a Lego game. Yeah, but it was. I mean, it's as good as we're gonna get. Like, the, you have all the different characters. So, like, characters like Sc- a Scarlet Witch, you have to like run around a city like a normal person. But if you're playing as the Hulk, you can literally like jump building to building. If you're playing as Iron Man, you can fly. So I, I actually really like that. Um, and that's how I wish the Avengers game felt. But every character felt the same. Yeah. For some reason, Black Widow can jump as far as the Hulk. Why? <laughs> it doesn't even make... For some reason, Hawkeye can jump as far as the Hulk. Iron Man flies at the speed of molasses because he has to stay with the other characters and can't like fly around and actually be Iron Man because he's constrained to these small environments. Yeah. The more that game gets further away, the more angry I am. That <laughs> they should have just made like a single player, linear with open world spots, game that like yeah. wasn't trying to be this this co op games as a service type game. That's why I love Dragon Ball Z. Oh, it came back. It Dragon did come back. I didn't Dragon play that. Ball Z Kakarot. Kakarot. Yeah. Cause like. Oh, I did play it. Yeah. Three. I mean, it's like your open world. You can do some some moves. Uh, in the open world game, and then obviously once you start fighting someone, there, there's more fighting moves. But then you, you, I mean, you can turn into. Uh, I think in the in, uh, yeah, you really can't go Super Saiyan. In the in the open world, ah, actually, yeah, you can. Never mind, that's a lie. Yeah, you can go Super Saiyan. It's just that you have to get into it like a battle. Um, but even then, like I think something like that with with. Like uh, the Batman, because I feel like the Batman that movie lends itself to a, a game where it'd be fun to kind of explore certain aspects of Gotham. Like, Dude, I, play the Batman games. This is what <laughs> these games are. They're but, open world. You're in Gotham. You go inside these buildings. You do detective stuff. The story's good. The characters are amazing. The performances are so good. Just play them. I'm telling you, you're uh, like. The Ark. I wouldn't be surprised if the Batman took huge inspiration from Arkham. I think they did. Like, that, that's why I was hurt. That's what I was told was that they took some inspiration from uh, the video games. Some. You should just start with Arkham Origins because it's like <laughs> it has a really good story. It's it it technically came out after Asylum and City, but it's a prequel. Mm. So if you start with that one, it would still make sense if you played it first. Um, it's, yeah. It's the origin of like it's like year one or two of Batman, or maybe like three or something like that. 
But uh, the, it's when him and the Joker meet, it's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess for me, I just I just want to play as that version of Batman, the Robert Pattinson version, where like you can take out. Plus, I want that car. Like that's all. Like for me, it's just about driving in that car. Like yeah. it'd be dope. I mean, the uh, car in Arkham Knight is pretty dope. The, it's a bit repetitive in the actual game, but it's cool driving around Gotham because that's the only one where they actually brought in the Batmobile. Yeah, or even like the the motorcycle. Like you can you can pick from the car to the motorcycle, like something like that. But like, and then I'm trying to think of like other DC heroes. You can't complain about Batman or, or Marvel video games when you haven't played them. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I'm not. That's the thing. You think I'm complaining, but I haven't. Said well, you're one. saying like I want this, and it's like what. We have that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not a complaint. That's just that this would be a really cool idea if they made a video game based off of this movie, not just a separate video game that lives in its own world. Yeah. You know. But, you know, uh, again, I understand the logistics of it. Like, for Star Wars, it's a little different. Like, because you can, you can create your own story in Star Wars because you can go to all these different worlds and never once meet Obi-Wan Kenobi or you know ahsoka or whatever it could just be its own contained story but then again uh fallen order brought in uh saul guerrera for uh for that one mission mm-hmm. so it's like you could still bring in people to like you know like uh, maybe a Catwoman or a penguin or whatever i just wanted I, this just popped up on my feed and i thought it was awesome sure this is fan made you ready all right I am watching. That's it? Yeah, that was fan made, but didn't it look hella good? Look at that. Looks like a movie. Let me see. And then it's and then it breaks down how they did it afterwards. But if I could get a whole fan made movie of that, I mean that's ridiculous. Hmm. Let me see. I gotta play. For those who are listening, there's a Spider Man trailer on YouTube called Spider Man Lotus. And I cannot believe this is fan-made. It looks like a movie. It's a short, like, two-second clip of Spider-Man swinging off of a bridge. Yeah, that looks pretty good. And I mean, actually, this one, you can kind of tell that it's a little video game-ish. But this shot, like, the closer it got, like, that shot looks like it's in the movie. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. That is crazy. I'm a, I'm gonna follow this channel if it's them or if it's I don't know if it's a re-upload. <laughs> um, but yeah, that looks good. I think it's him, so I'm gonna subscribe. That's the thing too. That's the kind of crazy part about it is like the more technology like this, oh, this guy um, progresses, you might not even need movie studios to make movies at some point. It's gonna get to that point probably. It's, like it's gonna get to the point where like anyone can make a movie, and then it's just about does the studio want to buy that movie from you? And make money off of it, obviously. See, like, that obviously doesn't look as good as the movie. Let's see. Like, a lot of these shots, like this shot. Well, that, that, I, that does, but this shot. Really I can't looks. see shit because there's a glare. <laughs> oh, hang on. Like, the city shots look good. This doesn't look good. Well, yeah, obviously. This, that's a, I think this, that's a homemade costume. This doesn't look very good. Um, but, like, some of these other shots, they do look good. Hmm. Okay. But that CG shot, that's, I'm assuming, in this trailer. Yeah. I feel like we should make a fan a fan film about something like that this. That looks bad. That looks pretty good. Well, it's, it's basically the same shot, just with a different background. Yeah, different background. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. 
like I so uh, I don't know if I should say this on on the podcast, but I've been wanting to make a fan film. You've been working on a treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on a treatment. <laughs> I knew that'd come back to bite me in the ass someday. Uh, I've been working on a fan film. Not even working on, but just kind of like conceptualizing an idea for a fan film about um, about Man of Steel, but from like the perspective of the people on the ground. So it's more like a documentary style, like. Like, uh, show a little bit of footage from Man of Steel from the perspective of, like, Bruce Wayne. Just cut out Bruce Wayne so you could just see, like, like shit falling down and shit. And then kind of have, like, people talking about that day as, like, kind of, like, what they thought of. And, like, I thought it'd be cool. splicing in the footage? Splicing in footage, yeah. And kind of, like, documentary style. And then it turns into, like, this kid who's walking and... He has. You don't see the shirt underneath his his hoodie, but then there's a shot where he's looking up in the sky. And then I'm sure I have a friend that could do it like a CG a really quick, quick yeah. like Superman flying across the sky. The far away stuff is probably way easier. Yeah, and and then you see like you you can kind of see people starting to like feel hope because of Superman being around. So like you know, kind of like that. Even though it's a terrible like, even though the I guess. The person who created it was a terrible person, Joss Whedon. But the beginning of <laughs> the beginning of, of uh, Justice League, where people are like mourning the loss of Superman, there's like that the stack of like newspapers that someone drops, mm-hmm. and it says Superman's dead. I want to do that, but the opposite for Man of Steel. Be like, be like Superman returns, lives, uh, or Superman arrives, or something like that. Like something corny, something kind of like, like, yeah, hope. The Guardian arrives our, our guardian is here or something yeah be like, yeah that could be something like superman guardian or foe or guardian or protector or whatever something like that yeah but do it let's do it i'm you, not doing you it. can be the kid, <laughs> I'm the kid. <laughs> just like make me look smaller in the shave, environment shave shave your <laughs> shave your beard and mustache and <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> You'd be like, yeah. I'm playing like a, a, a 12 year old. <laughs> <laughs> You're small enough. About the right height, yeah. About <laughs> the right height, bro. Um, but, but yeah. As far as video games. <laughs> what was the other things on our list today? Uh, not a whole lot else other than, let me see. I think it Hawkeye was... deleted scenes. This is one of the things I want to talk about. Uh, I mean, there was two deleted scenes. They meant so much to me just to be able to see Kingpin a little bit more. The Kingpin one, I didn't. Re- it doesn't really fit because it has to be a surprise that he's there. No, yeah. I think it would have been just as big of a surprise if, because you could tell the way they shot it, like the way they turned the camera when he came into frame, like when he sat down next to her, that that was supposed to be like, oh my god, Kingpin's here moment. Yeah, but then that again, it was just like the. But then they're like, the oh, we, we found another way to do it better. No, but, it wasn't better though. We got a little laugh. And then a bunch of people on the internet, yeah, but it's, it's not canon, blah, blah, blah. If they just would have straight up revealed him, it would have been way cooler. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, that could have been an opening scene for the last episode where you find out when. Well, because we already know that she started working for him in the past. So that's a shot. That's a that's a scene from technically if, like in the movie or in the show that took place in 2012. That meeting where they meet each other yeah. and they talk about whatever. But like you know, like it, it really didn't need to be there. I mean, like it's not he necessary. Was, he was lacking 
any type of character development in this show, I thought. So I think seeing him with Echo, I don't remember her name, um, seeing him with her and talking to her would have built that connection that, okay, so... Oh, he, even that he, even that he, scene he wasn't like, that good. No, I thought it was because it builds this connection between them that's showing your father's not here, I am, I'm the father figure to you. Yeah, so not it, really. So at the very end when she shoots It was kind of creepy. Like, if I'm being honest, like what? that, that scene, not feel any that scene felt like that was the first time they met. No, it did not. It did not feel like she knew him. She, I, like, I felt the exact opposite. I like watch that. Okay, bring that scene up again because that scene felt like they had just met, and he's like, he's like, well, I learned like it just it didn't feel like they connected. Like the scene of her when she's older and he's doing like the sign language, that feels more like they're connected. But the scene when she's a kid, I was like, mm, don't buy it. I liked it way more because we already know he he like. What the show actually told us was that he picked her up from the dojo because we saw the laugh. Plus, I kind of like I like the fact like I like more the idea that we didn't see him, but we know it's him. Where is he? And she looks up to him. That's the better one than him, than him sitting down next to her and being like, "Well, you know, let's go get ice cream." You know, is but it not in this video. I have no the idea. One I sent you? But uh, <clears throat> the one I do like is is. That I do think they should have kept in the show was the one where she meets Kazi, and yeah, they become friends. Because at the very end, whenever she's forced to kill him, that would have hurt way more. We'd have actually cared a little yeah. bit. And then during their fight, you could have cut and spliced it up where, like, the last, like, the, the, the first time they fist bump, boom. That's when she hits him or murders him or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like, like, she didn't want to do it, but she kind of had no choice. But the other two, I was just like, eh, like, I mean, I can see why they cut it. Because, like, they really don't add much that the other scenes did already. Like, if anything, I would have, if anything, I would have liked for them to have maybe added a shot of that same scene of, of her when she, in the that's in the actual show. Whenever, um, she, whenever her dad's like, uncle's going to take you. And then he arrives, and then you just see a shot from above, or from below, looking up at him. Like, oh, yeah, she looks up to him. Yeah, why am I not finding this scene? I don't know. Was it actually in the show? No. It wasn't? That scene? The dojo scene, aside from the the laugh. No. So none of that was in there? No. Okay. Because I don't, like, I could have sworn I sent you this exact video, and now I'm going through, and like I don't see the dojo scene. I have no idea. I mean, I, I did see that scene that you sent me, but I just didn't. I just think I didn't think it was um, good enough for me to be like, oh yeah, yeah, they definitely have a connection. I think any kingpin would have been better because the character, like, they brought back this character that's like beloved and amazing, and he has three minutes of screen time. Like that sucks, and he's like one of the most important parts of the show. Mm. Well, then they should have actually had actual scenes rather than just. A cameo in the last episode. Yeah, I remember I, l- I looked up, I don't remember if I talked about this on this show, but I looked up when Hawkeye rapped, and then in an interview, he said when Marvel called him to come do shoots for the show. And I'm pretty sure everything they shot with him was after the show had already rapped. So that's probably why it all seemed kind of shoehorned in, because they were like, we need something else in this show. And uh, that was probably all... Uh, reshoots all of his stuff. I mean, that's the thing. I think that's the problem with Marvel shows right now, except for Loki. Loki was the one where they, they knew what they were doing from start to beginning. Whereas I think uh, WandaVision, 
uh, Hawkeye and or no, well, yeah, WandaVision, Hawkeye Falcon. and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they were filmed like movies in in the sense that the tr- the story kept changing, and they added elements that didn't need to be there, or they took out elements that probably should have been in there, like. Like so like the disease part. Of the, the, yeah, yeah, that would have made the the villain more empathetic or something. But instead, it's just like it's talked about once because that's what the I guess her guardian dies of. Yeah, it's never really even established at all. Yeah, never really established. And so they 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 filmed it like movies where they're like, oh yeah, we can do this and that. But then they kind of forget that it's a show. So the more linear you start cutting up these they, shows, I think they should. I think they edited it like a movie, but they they probably it seems like they filmed a lot for all these shows and then didn't use a lot of it because they're like, no, we have to keep this tight. We need this as tight as possible. No, that like they don't want this to feel like a TV show. They want every episode to feel like it's a part of a movie. That's what it seems like. Mm. Yeah, because otherwise these shows end up feeling like The Runaways and you know uh, Agents of Shield. They don't feel like, but I think special. But that's the thing. I feel like uh, you can't have reshoots on uh, on TV shows. Like what you film is what you film. That's the show. Well, I think they do do reshoots though for these specifically. That's what I'm saying. Like there shouldn't be. Yeah. Like because then you're you're now you're just fucking it up. You're just like okay, well we'll take this out and then like again, the, the, we can go back to Falcon the Winter Soldier. Like that that scene with the old uh, man that he the whose son oh, he killed. Gosh. There should have been a more dramatic scene to that but i feel like they just didn't film it for whatever reason i think they filmed it because you see it like almost like a a quick because it like fades right it shows him like starting to tell him and the music fades in Mm. i think he actually shot that scene where he was telling him maybe i don't know just like you know what we already had him crying at the beginning because they because they got rid of the code in him that was like in his brain yeah the trigger code or whatever and he was crying there. We don't want too much crying. This is supposed to be happy Marvel. Like we're all we're happy go lucky. Yeah, um, but that's the thing. Like they just I don't know. They they, which, they, they cut like, it like a movie where it's like they where, cut it like Justice League. That too, but they <laughs> cut they, they they edit and cut it in like a and cut it like a movie where they take out big chunks of scenes that could add to the story. Where like and realistically, in TV shows when you cut something. It's just an added piece of dialogue that's just to – it's exposition. Whereas uh, the thing with uh, Falcon and the Soldier with Sebastian and the old guy, it's like that's not exposition. That's like a – The whole show has been building to that moment. Yeah. Him built, keeping that inside. That should have been the moment of the show. Yeah, that would have been the moment where people were like, whoa, this show – This is, is more than just a Marvel show. Yeah. Like, what were they thinking? Like <laughs> – so, I, I truly don't understand. I mean, if mm, I probably shouldn't say it because I, it's kind of has to do politically. I think if I'm being super honest, okay, this show came out what last year? Yep. And they announced it way before the pandemic, right? Yep. But they didn't start shooting until I think they were shooting and then the pandemic happened. Yeah, that's what happened. I think the pandemic happened and stuff got pushed off and they saw the state of the world and the political stuff that was going on. And then they're like, okay, we should address that stuff that's happening right now. So they scrapped a whole bunch of stuff. And 
you know, obviously the disease, the disease part, they scrapped because of the pandemic. Yeah. And they probably emphasized more on Falcon stuff, like with race, because of what was going on with George Floyd and stuff like that. So I think... And, and they didn't even really do a good job with that, in my opinion. No, like, I feel like they, didn't, they barely touched on it enough. And, but like that was sort of kind of the focus of the last episode, which, which if, I'm, if I were the guy running the showrunner... I would have made the focus, yeah, like have some of that, but also make sure that Sebastian or uh, Bucky gets that moment with the old man where, where he's like, he's having a hard time getting the words out, but he has to get the words out. And we get, to, we should see that. That's like the, what we should definitely see. They should not have faded it away. It's they faded away, and then they just show him closing the door and yeah. walking away. I'm it was like, lit- like, I remember being so confused by the edit because it shows him walking into the room telling him and leaving in the span of like 15 seconds it's that short that is insane (laughs) yeah and i mean like like i said like focus on the stuff that you wanted to focus on but had that like that's a that's a big part of the fucking like the show starts with them two almost yeah like so it's a huge part yeah jesus and like like not only that but then like because then you dedicate a whole episode, not a whole episode, but like a big, like one of the opening scenes, I think it was the second episode, was showing his son getting murdered by the Winter Soldier. Yes. And then scene. The, the show is full of potential. That scene was much longer than the scene <laughs> with him and his father. Telling him. Telling him. I was like, what? That was like, scene was heartbreaking too. Like the kid did not want to die. Like, was, like he was trying. Like, that was great acting too. Yeah, for like the the little amount of time he had to kind of convey like all that. Yeah, and plus he's like trying to get into his mm-hmm. into his room and like ah, oh, that was just like yeah, like heartbreaking. Oh. And that that moment, you feel bad for both of them. You feel bad for Bucky because you know he's in there and he's like, I don't want to kill this kid. I don't want to kill this kid. Yep. But and then the kid's just like, like I didn't see anything. Wrong place, wrong yeah. time. Yeah. And it's just like it's like oh. one of them scenes that's actually hard to watch. And it's like, wow, okay, this is what Disney can do with these shows. This is what they can do. Are they are they gonna pay it off? Yeah. No. They don't. Nah. I feel like and if I'm being honest, like the the race stuff that they brought up, I feel like that should have been saved for like a second season. Or that should have been saved Captain for the Am- movie. Captain America, yeah. Yeah, where like he meets the black Captain America. And he's like, "Do you really know what that shield's all about?" Yeah, that would have been cool in the movie. Yeah, like that would have been that would have been like it's like it's like you you're, you're holding that shield, but do you really know what it represents? Like, I feel like that would have fit better in the movie than it did the show because I feel like the show kind of shoehorned it in and there, middle had, of the show. And Sam already had stuff going on with his sister and yeah, talk about that. Like the coming they back from the could have still blip. done like some race stuff. They didn't have to bring in the old Captain America. Yeah, that could have been because his sister's trying to get the loan. Yeah, he's not being appreciated as yeah. like the new Captain America. You know. Yeah, that could have. Yeah, that should have been like. Uh, yeah. Him giving up the shield. That all could have been like drawn out and done better. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that too. Um, but yeah. Why like, aren't we in control of this stuff? <laughs> it's because they don't like good products. <laughs> they just they just like what works. Like they know that if if the if you slap the logo Marvel, they're like, ah, those idiots. They'll watch it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really believe that, but like at the same time, I, I, I feel that, like that the creators that feel that way. I think that that a lot of the higher ups probably do feel that way. Oh yeah, definitely. Like WandaVision is just 
the, oh. the worst offense. It's just like, yeah, put the guy who played Quicksilver in the other universe. They're going to eat it up. What? We're not going to hint at anything about multiverse. We're just going to call this guy Ralph Boner. Yeah. Boner Joe. No multiverse at all. Even though in the audio description, let's be sure to emphasize the fact that this is Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men universe. Yes. Yes. Let's emphasize it a lot. I, I, I had to go back and watch that for myself to see if it was real. And they legitimately do say, Quicksilver from the Fox X-Men universe arrives at the doorstep. Yeah. I mean, I'm praying. I am fucking praying to my fucking knees. They reverse it. That they do something <laughs> in, in Multiverse of Madness where it it's explains. like, where he, he's... Either he, he was sent there by Charles, Stewart. Yeah. yeah, to kind of see assess if, the situation, assess the situation of whether or not Wanda is again losing her mind and doing the maybe mutants no more thing. Hang on, from Logan, remember everyone was dead. Patrick Stewart was a part of that, right? What if Wanda and then in that in that universe triggered that, like it was a battle between them and in, in their universe. I don't know. I feel like they so in Logan they said that he he was just getting old and his mind was you know he was losing his mind. So yeah, that, you're right. I but, mean, they could say it, it happened in some other universe. But, but again, like that's Logan. what I'm saying. Like like this version of Quicksilver was sent by Patrick Stewart's Charles to be like so, be like, hey, there's a situation with Wanda, and. We need you. We need you. Like, to be there, to look after her, to we see. We need someone who can run really, <laughs> really fast. Well, we just really need to see what's going on and kind of, like, like are her powers developing? And, you know, because maybe this is where they're, like, your universe always had mutants. It's just that Wanda was the one that took them away. Like, you know, I think that's a comic book, right? Mutants no she, more. Yeah, she kills them all. And I feel like. No more mutants. Yeah, I feel like. Wouldn't it be crazy if I'm trying to think back when her house blows up? Was that pre 2007? 2007. 2008? Because the first Iron Man movie was 2008. Oh, um, Hollywood. And uh, Age of Ultron was 2015. So that's seven years. So, and she's like what, mid 20s in in 2015. I think they say she's. I think they they say in WandaVision that she's 28 or something like a weird 20, age 29. So I thought I thought she would technically be older in the in the yeah. universe. So then maybe uh before the events of Iron Man ah oh no but then that makes no fucking sense with uh with Captain America cuz if cuz you have to go strictly through time Oh wait! Apparently she would be thirty-three or thirty. Yeah, but like she does, like she casts a spell. Where, oh wait, no, people would forget that mutants were part of uh, of uh, of history. So you could still do Captain America, where like she says mutants no more, and she changes history to where. I'm Cap- thinking maybe they reverse it with the comic. Like in the comic, it all builds up to this big moment where it zooms in on her mouth, and she goes no. I think they're going to do something to that effect that's going to be the exact opposite, and that's what's going to trigger the mutants in our universe. Yeah. It's going to be like the Big the big Bang. <laughs> the Big Bang. I feel like that. That would be interesting. I mean, here's I, I'm just throwing out a pitch, a treatment, <laughs> if you will, of a, a – like I feel like Wanda deserves her own movie where, again, P- the Peter from the X-Men universe is still there. And 
there's this thing where he's like he's always running in trying to help her because he technic she technically is his sister just from multiverse stuff, yeah. and you know he he'd be like. I lost my sister because of, you know, whatever the world was happening in our universe and the multiverse happened. Like, you know, I lost my sister and, you know, you're the, like, that'd be, it'd be a cool movie just to see like them trying to connect, even though they're not like, they're not in the same universe, brother same and sister, universe. but they still are brother and sister. Yeah. They're like, yeah, do something like that. Be like, be like, it doesn't matter what universe, what, what multiverse we're, we're always brother and sister. Do you think that Patrick Stewart is going to tell Wanda who her real father is? Magneto. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best, Patrick Stewart. Your right, father's. Oh, wait, I don't know. Eric. Oh, no. <laughs> Eric. Eric. <laughs> Charles. I can, I can do Magneto. I can tell you about the truth. I can't, I, can't do a British accent very well. <laughs> I, can do Magne- I can do Magneto. Charles. <laughs> Charles. Charles. You need to stop, Charles. That's a good young Magneto. Just just pull it in a little bit. I'm not doing do it. Do it. Do it. I can't. Just pull it in a little bit. Young Magneto. Charles. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Charles. Like there's you, you actually kind of did it a little bit there. You sounded like uh, Michael Fassbender just a little bit there. I don't know about that. But um, I would say so. But anyway, but yeah. that's I, that's a movie I would want to watch. Is is you know and kind of had like she need I don't want to say she needs someone but like. She could have an anchor, Quick uh, Quicksilver could be that anchor for her, where she's like, where he's like, you know, just kind of like, you're you're not a villain, you're not the bad person. Yeah. Now we only got about ten minutes left, so we need to talk about. In the concept artist for uh, concept art for Shang Chi, Deadpool was in it. Do you think he was ever actually planned for the movie, or was this just something fun and silly? I think it was just fun and silly because uh, Proxima Midnight was in that same shot, and she was dead. That's true. She was. In both worlds, <laughs> in both in both times, she was dead. So, so yeah. I think it was just the I think um, um, the artist was just like, well, I mean, it's a fighting pit, so it'd be fun. Oh, I'll just draw Deadpool, or yeah. I'm I'm sure there's probably like more concept art of like weird fights that are probably happening, like maybe Captain America versus was, uh, was Proxima's the movie's design, or was it like a more comic book accurate one? I have no idea. Not me either, I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to bring up, talk about. I think Deadpool's going to be coming in with the the Multiverse of Madness. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Please, Quicksilver, redeem that moment. Dude, if they redeem the moment, if they redeem it... I'll, I'll change watch, my mind. I'll change my mind on the almost, <laughs> almost probably 50% of what I There's feel about There's still some problems show. with that ending. 100%. But at least I'll change my mind about that aspect of it. Because he was such a big element of the show. Yeah, like, he was huge. He came in. He was his her brother helping, and like, if it was him from another like universe that he knows that she's his sister from another multiverse, and he's just there trying to help, that changes my whole thoughts on the show because the character means something so much different than what we ended up getting. Yeah, they they have the the, the tools to make this show good. So here's the thing. It okay, and this maybe this explains it a little bit when Agatha. Okay, so in in the in Westview, everyone that's in there turns into a different character or a different person. And so maybe Quicksilver is there, but now he's turned into a different person. But then she said that she tried to she was going to try and re uh reanimate Pietro from this world, but she's like, "Ah, that's uses too much dark magic." 
So she went in. So she, I don't know what the wording was, but maybe she chose that person for a reason. Peter. Yeah, people were saying that maybe she somehow accidentally brought another Peter from another universe using yeah. her power. But all, but but, but she's then, not that powerful. And and the, and the excuse why she didn't get her brother's actual dead body and reanimate it was because he was too far away. If that's yeah. too far away, then multiverse, universe, yeah, multiverse. Is and so I'm thinking like maybe he was there and she saw that he had silver hair. I was like, hmm, he kind of looks like her brother. That's what. See, I thought that. Whenever he first showed up, whenever she looks at him, she's like, you're not my brother, but you are. Like, that's the look I got from her. I yeah. was like, she was wanting to believe, that, oh, this is my brother. Yeah. But turns out she was just creating some type But, of like, space. so, okay, so before we had to go, so what I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to kind of theorize is that she didn't know that the person she was taking control over was an actual Quicksilver. Because I don't think she can give people powers. Because if that were the case, she would have given other people powers to help her kind of stave off Wanda from their attacks. Well, she did create her kids. They didn't. She didn't really birth them, right? Like, no. So she created them, and they had powers. Yeah, but that's Wanda, though. She's the Scarlet Witch. She can kind of. She's the one that can kind of do that kind of stuff. Mm. She. That's why Agatha wanted her powers. I thought. I thought Wanda's one that brought Pietro in. Somehow. No. Because uh, because I thought Ralph. Was just a nearby neighbor who she grabbed and was like, "Okay, I'm gonna turn you into my brother because I'm turning everyone, everyone else into all these characters in the town. Now no. you're gonna be Peter." Agatha created her to be her brother. Hmm. Like he was already in there, and then she just took over his mind and gave and made him believe that I she can't was remember the exact yes. Yeah, yeah, but she made him believe that he was this universe's uh, Pietro. Okay. So areas because the yeah. universe we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, but um, but that's what I'm saying. Like maybe she took control of his mind and she didn't know. Oh, this is an actual Quicksilver. This is this is him from another universe. It's just that she didn't know, and that's why I'm thinking maybe that's what happened. That's how they could explain it to make it better. Is that oh I was I was watching over you and then you know this happened that happened. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping that they do something like Patrick Stewart sent in Quicksilver, but Quicksilver got, he didn't expect to walk into madness between two witches, and he got his mind, like, taken over. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. But then the, the whole Ralph Boner thing, like, the picture of him, I thought it wouldn't make sense. Unless he went in pretending to be a character in the show. Yeah, like, he has to kind of come up with a, with a character. And, knowing, and, like, if you think about Quicksilver in the X-Men universe, it's like, well, ah, if I got to come up with a character, I don't know how much, how good I'll be at it. So what if I'm just a bunch of different characters? Oh, what's a, what, what's a profession where you can be different characters? I'm an actor. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Some kooky backstory. Because I would imagine he'd have to be living there for a while. But, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Was there anything else on the list? Uh, uh, just what we're watching, but. Yeah, I mean, we ain't got much time. No. Miss, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And the second season of Uploaded or Upload, I think. Is that is that fully out or just of like first few episodes? I think it says season two. That's oh. all it says. Season two is I'm up. Definitely yeah. watching that next. Yeah, I just finished Pam and Tommy, and I'm on the last episode of something. Yeah, yeah, Pam and Tommy. I like the series. I think it kind of just ended on a weird. We yeah, it was just, just like oh okay, that was good. So like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, yeah, I had, want a divorce. Had good moments. The best part was just finding out more information, even though all of it probably isn't real. But well, yeah, sure probably, it yeah, most of it isn't real. But 
just except for like the more. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know the tape was stolen. Yeah. I didn't even know that. So just so just knowing that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, I don't know what else am I what else am I watching? Nothing really. Like I'm rewatching uh, New Girl on Netflix. New Girl. I watched. Oh, I watched The Adam Project on Netflix. Never heard of it. It's uh, Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I heard that was good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, probably tonight. Watch it. Watch it with Amanda and yeah, the kids. Like it's do. a really good. Kids won't care. You'll cry. I'll cry. Okay. Ah, uh, I don't want to. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I just will say the movie was made for. They said that the 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 message of the movie is parent appreciation. It's like you're. I think Ryan Reynolds is like you're gonna want to hug your mom and dad. So you're gonna cry. I cried. Sounds good. All right. I, this has I, been a, Geeks of the Galaxy episode. I have no idea. I have no idea. But please leave us a review on iTunes. It would really mean a lot. We're trying to get the show out to more people. We yes. have some ideas about video coming up that we're still thinking about doing. And maybe bringing on a guest. I don't know much about that yet, but Oscar does. <laughs> figuring out. We're figuring, we're figuring out different avenues for this podcast. Obviously, video is a big one because everything now is on YouTube. And, you know, you got to have both elements, video and audio. So... That's what I do uh, for my other show. Yeah. And then hopefully maybe bringing on a person or maybe different people every now and then just to kind of give their opinions on what we're talking about. Because I feel like we agree on a lot of stuff sometimes. And maybe we should have like a third person that maybe disagrees. I feel like we disagree pretty we, often. We, dis- <laughs> we disagree pretty often too. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like that third element once in a while. Once in a while. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks a lot for listening. We will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs>